Yo, this is Zero from El Vu and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods, and in our intention. Our intention is to gather our community, to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Aho, Ometeo, Tonansi, Tonato. Las Aslan. Yeah. Natives Are we on? Podcast. What's oh. up, Zero? Yeah. Mondo. I got my good friend here. Um, this is going to be a good show. Absolutely. He's a business partner of mine. And um, I'm not going to say his name. Come I'm not even going to tell you. Out. Should we even tell him the company? We'll, we'll see as, as the show goes on. But um, today's a very special episode because... The community of, uh, of Las Aslan needs to be up to date with everything that's happening in whether it be politics, whether it be medical tyranny, whether it be um, the pointing out of white supremacy, um, an economic um, base is what we always struggled with when we were in the struggle. And there's this new uh, version of economy that's developing in the world called NFTs. And my good friend, my very good friend, is going to come on LA Natives and we're going to discuss it and, and have a chat with, uh, with everyone out there about this topic. So, I mean, it's just something that's, you know, they, they call it is the biggest transfer of wealth. There you go. And so. Yeah. So tell us what you know about it. Tell us, tell us, like, how did you get involved with it? Because um, you're an NFT holder, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. Um. I mean, it just started early, like I would say in May uh, of this year and oh, no, of, of last year. So 20 was that 2021 May. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just sheer coincidence just started. Uh, you know, I, I, I attended this event and I was like the, the fly in the, in the in the room just standing out like I had no idea what was going on. And I was like, man, what is this? Mm. And, you know, just having this brain of, like, always researching and knowing, trying to understand what I'm doing and where I'm at, mm. that kind of just, you know, I opened that rabbit hole and went deep in it. And and, and the thing that, you know, kind of just amazed me was how, you know, how this whole system worked, like how this whole economy was working. Mm. It, it's still, um, it, it was so foreign, mm-hmm. you know, it was so foreign and so confusing uh but at the same time as as i got deeper i started just kind of just clearing out the confusion and started seeing what what they were right you know and and and, you know of course you see all these influencers on instagram you see you see you know the success stories of like little teenagers making you know thousand dollars in a day and you know but at the end of the day what what i what i kind of gravitated to was the uh, understanding that it was bigger than just making money. You know what I mean? Mm. Because 
it, it is making money. You're mm-hmm. gonna make money if you, if you're in the NFT community for dedicating yourself to it. You're gonna make money. You're destined to make money. Mm. But you know the thing that kind of blew my mind was how these, like I mentioned, it's like the it's not just NFTs, but like crypto and all that. It's really like the largest transfer of wealth. Mm. You know, before this wealth that we talked about, it's always in the in the hands of of a few. Right. You know, and, and so now it's like there was a, a, a moment of like clarity where it was like, bro, like this, this transfer of wealth is in the hands of a decentralized economy. Mm-hmm. And, and that was powerful when I realized that because, you know, for the for for X and eons, we've always had bankers. We've always had you always the, had to deposit a check. You always had to deposit checks. You always, you know, you can't bite the hand that feeds you. You know what I mean? Right. And so, well, pretty much, guys, since I was born, we've always had to exchange fiat currency with the same faces on it, right, Zero? Yeah, well, and who are these faces? Look, when uh, these the faces on the dollar bill, Masonic slave owners, that's who it was. And this country who were taught by Moors, let's keep it real, right? You know, you know, they didn't just teach themselves, they think they're they're trying to take credit for shit that, that they thought they erased, but. The truth is the truth. This is what I see. And, and it's, tell me if I'm on the right track with this. Mm-hmm. And so the audience, I like, I have a knack of trying to, you know, make a metaphor so that people can understand it. Right. And the way you see when when you have dollar bills or fiat currency, you can't just one day go, hey, you know what? I'm going to print this certain paper and it's going to be worth something to only us right here. Right. Right. You just couldn't do that because you couldn't deposit it into a bank. You couldn't switch it. And that's the difference between NFT is that when you use your Ethereum to grab the NFT, you're using real money. That's in a different number sequence. It's in a different, mm-hmm. it's a whole different universe. Right. It, you know, I, I think the, the best way to kind of clarify what an NFT is, is, it's just basically you're buying, you know, again, you know, we live in a capitalist society, but, you know, before this capitalist society was controlled by the wealthy bankers, it was controlled by fucking yeah. inside traders, it was controlled by, you know, the Banks of Americas, the Wells Fargo's, the Apple's, the Microsoft, all these, you know. And, and, and again, like, I think the main power of NFTs and crypto is that it's a decentralized economy. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, we talked of always like just growing up on this tip of like conspiracy theories and shit like that. It's like the new world order. You know, they're going to create one coin. They're going to mm-hmm. do all this. And, you know, fucking Bitcoin was uh, created in 2019. And I, I use this analogy. It's like no matter how big the world's trying to control itself, you can't control a dude in the basement with an idea and then right. just creating something that's going to. Like a virus. You, you know can't I mean? create, you, you can't, can't control creativity. And guys, we, we have a few uh, audience members that have no idea what an NFT is. So, so according to Google, it says an NFT are crypto assets that record the ownership of a digital file, such as an image, video, or text. That's a, pretty much how it sums it up. Okay. Now, that's the skeleton of it. That's right? the technical. Uh, that's the skeleton of it. Yes. Now, attach fiat currency to it attach cryptocurrency to it then attach a universe that this nft 
um, developer or company creates. And there's the value, right? Right. Does that sound right? It's pretty accurate. You know, like I've, you know, I'm on social media and shit like that. So I understand, like, I guess the criticisms that, that, you know, NFTs get or crypto gets, you know, and, and it's it, it's a natural instinct to always doubt something that's unknown. Mm-hmm. And so the more you get to understand something, the more you start realizing, man, this is actually not what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for example, there, there was a tweet. Somebody famous made it. it I, I forgot who, who. But it was like they, they, they basically shitted on NFT saying like it's not valuable. But he said the real values in books. Right. Like uh, they're banning American revolutionary books. Mm-hmm. And, and that to me was like, man, if this person really knew what the power of this type of system would do, it's like, even if the government is trying to ban books, but you upload this, even if you like, you can uh, PDF file a book and put it on internet and Google drive and fucking uh, save it on your email and you put it out on the website that's still controlled by a server mm-hmm. it's controlled by companies like ICANN, which is basically a monopolized uh uh it's a it's basically it monopolizes all web domains so you know no matter if you're using your own personal website or whatever uh the government or whatever they have to go through this company called ICANN, and so ICANN is a centralized internet and so you know, no matter if you put revolutionary literature out, it can if it if it's on that platform, it can still be shut down. It can mm-hmm. be canceled out. But if you put it on the on the blockchain, if you put critical thinking analysis like books and stuff like that on the blockchain, it, it it'll never be be able to get banned. So it's like our concern. You know, that comment was like, oh, they're banning American literature. But if you put it into an NFT form that book will never be banned it'd be existing and in, in, it just be existing forever you know as long as this whole um, system is alive like the thing is that the main power is that it's decentralized and again I think I'm gonna keep re-emphasizing that point over and over because that's truly where the power is behind it because it's a decentralized economy a decentralized uh, community is decentralized everything and like growing up we've always thought like damn like i was super like anarchist or like fuck the system or all these things and, and at essence all those people didn't want to be controlled they didn't want to be centralized and so now you have a, a, a actual tangible tool that can decentralize everything and people are knocking it because they don't understand it and so the value is given not by the person who created it but by the community you know again it's like who values diamond you know what I mean like uh, it just goes back to the value is given to the by the person who purchases it right well that's what I'm trying to say is that the creativity is driving this community to be participating in whatever those developers develop it's not just a, a squiggly little caricature on on a digital, you know, JPEG or whatever it is that it, that that it comes on. There's messages within it, right? There's certain backgrounds that are created, so they're rare, 
and it also includes you into a, a community that all agrees that it's rare. Right. Kind of like we all agree that $20 bills will buy us dinner. All of us, whoever, we walk into any room, any house, any restaurant, any hotel, and we put $20 on the table and we said, give me french fries and a hamburger or french fries and a garden burger or whatever it is, they're going to give it to you. Because we all agree that that paper that was printed by the Federal Reserve has that $20 value. But in the NFT world, we go, no, this caricature to all of us right here is worth this. Right. So And you control the value. Can so I the, can I compare this to like the East LA lowrider community? Like you know how it's not a big community, but it, it's somewhat of a smaller community because not a lot of people are into it. But if you are into it, there's already value in those cars. Yeah. Especially in East LA, the ones that bounce in the old school bombers and stuff like that. I see them like what every Friday, Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I mean, that's like being I, a part of a club. Right. Is a part of it. Is a part kind of like it. a club, but it is. And, and the, the the simplest way is like people, like if you if you're a collector of anything, whether you collect stones or you collect seashells or you collect cars, fucking cars or tr- Pokemon cards or whatever, if you hold on to those, like. The only thing that doesn't appreciate value is your dollar, basically. You know what I mean? If you hold on to to $100, that $100 in 10 years, it's not going to be worth $100. It's going to be worth either $70, $80, even $90. It can lose a dollar. So that $100 will never be a value. Well, I want to ask you guys a question. Like, don't you need fiat currency to buy crypto or to buy NFTs? It, ultimately, right? So, no, like, yeah, for sure, it, it, it is. But, but here's it's the almost di- like the the gateway. Like it, it, you know, you need. It's almost like you need a key to open the door. You know what I mean? And so the fiat is that key to open that door. But what's and the whole that goal door, is to eventually transition to crypto completely. Right. Well, if. It, for some think of it there's still so much resistance like it's it's never gonna be a, a mass adapt, a, a adoption of that because it's it's again it's they hate what they can't control you know what I mean well so, I do believe there's gonna be a mass adoption because it wasn't there a country I don't know was it Cuba or Puerto El Rico Salvador. or Salvador that now accepts Bitcoin Bitcoin yeah right as their as, as a currency you can buy cars with it you could buy a house with it that's all that's all fiat currency is fiat currency is saying or is 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 the world saying the u.s has the power to print money based on how much oil they own the petrodollar right it's like they're all agreeing on in china and australia and mexico everybody's like oh yeah well i'll take dollars over here it'll be worth money we're all agreeing that the dollar because they made that announcement is worth that. That's the same thing that happened with Bitcoin. Is that someone went, look, we're going to give away this coin for 10 cents. Oh, well, I'll get a dollar worth of it. And then all of a sudden, there's no more. And so then, but the other guy still wants some. And so then, well, I'll pay $2 for it. Right. And there you go. Boom, boom. And that's the beauty of creativity. Because, yes, fiat cu- currency is necessary to buy the NFT. 
but no one is making 1,000, 10,000, 20,000 people put $5,000 on this particular NFT because that whole group is going, this is worth that money. Then that makes sense. I, 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 I think, you know, the, the, the understanding that I, I guess I have more. So it's like, take, take Bitcoin, for example, it's like everything here has insurance, right? Like your car has insurance. Sure. Your, your house has insurance. Your we have medical insurance. And so what El Salvador is doing, it's buying insurance for its currency because they know that the only way, you know, like what? It, I think the U.S. had like, it's like $3.5 trillion debt, right? Or something like that. And the only way to pay that debt is to devalue the money because if $3.5 trillion is their debt that they have, the only way they can pay that $3.5 trillion is to, is, to dollar less. is to make that dollar less. Because then then instead of paying $3.5 trillion, if they devalue the dollar, then they're only paying 50 cents I mean, for that dollar. And so it's like the, the it's inevitable for the dollar to be devalued. It has to in order for them to pay this massive debt. And so what the Bitcoin adopters are thinking or, or seeing is that it's basically, you know, like in the 20, 2008 market crash. Like the reason that, I don't know if somebody's seen that movie called The Big Short. I mean, that was very insightful because that was the market crash in 2008 of the housing crisis. And now we're going into a, a dollar crash of the dollar crisis. And so those who have that foresight know that Bitcoin is going to be that insurance for that dollar because you're using that dollar to buy insurance. So it's it, it, like, that's why El Salvador, like they're comparing it in 10 years from now, it's going to be like, I don't know if you folks are familiar, but like banking European countries like Luxembourg, you know, it's a tiny ass country in Europe, but they're, they're like GDP and like their whole production and like their everything that they have far exceeds the amount of people that are there. And so they're comparing this third world country to be a first world country because of that move. And so now you have the IMF telling uh, El Salvador, hey, like, you got to cut it out. Like, it's going to it's not going to work out for y'all. You know what I mean? The, and so the, that's IMF, the, the IMF is telling El Salvador, don't fuck up our fiat line. Right. Because that's exactly what it's saying. You're, they're saying, hey, when you do this, you're saying that our dollar is worth less and it's not really even like we can start trading with this. Uh -huh. So then when people go to El Salvador, oh, let me buy a few bitcoins. I'm there. You know what I mean? Right. So that's dope. It, it's 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 it's, it's an zero? interesting time. It's an interesting time. Look, I'm going to compare it to this and you tell me if I'm off. Back in the day, and Armando, you should relate to this. Back in the day when Apple launched um, iTunes and you can download an album, right? Record labels went, wow, there's this crazy little window that's going to close. It's going to close. Mm -hmm. But there's this crazy little window where we can upload digital sound and don't have to press a CD. We don't have to manufacture. We don't have to deliver. We don't have to store. And we can sell it for the same amount of money that it cost for the physical item. There was that small window of time. And so Coldplay releases their album 
and they do this massive promotion on Apple about how their album their album's gonna be on only available on iTunes and they sold 800 no no they sold 384 million copies it's ridiculous. of what right of some digital sounds zeros and they didn't and they made they broke every single record Led Zeppelin the Beatles you know mm-hmm. it, it was the little window of time and what I'm trying to say is that there's this little window of time where cryptocurrency is gonna be like giving away or or opportunities to make large amounts of fiat currency right because mm-hmm. it takes fiat currency that's the belief that it's valuable because you're putting this petrodollar but as soon as somebody of the economic forum says hey you know what we're going with russia and china's gold standard and so there's no more petrodollar I mean, so, I mean, that's a perfect example because, like, you know, take that whole Middle Eastern, um, you know, that the they call it the spring, I forgot, the spring revolution, where it was like Tunisia, it was Libya, it was Syria, it was, uh, it was like all those northern eastern uh, African countries, mm-hmm. uh, like Muammar Gaddafi. Yeah. Uh, that's why they murdered him. Because... The years prior to that being led, you know, to that revolution, you know, was Muammar Gaddafi was basically created an African Union saying, like, look, we're not going to accept a petrodollar anymore. Yeah. Because we're going to back our economies by our natural resources. And they they, they equated to, like, I think, uh, actually Syria or one. It was a small it was a small country in Africa was going to have a higher GDP than uh, UK, than England. Mm. And so if they were going to back their economies with their natural resources, and then the third world country was suddenly just going to jump to having a higher GDP than England, like for sure they had to stop it. And so then they went in there and destabilized everything destabilized everything syria syria I mean, all those countries that were unifying africa yeah uh and now we and to now give up to give a community to give a global community a different idea of value right right Again. because they're going look you're you're believing the americans and they're they have a building called the federal reserve that just prints the shit out we don't even know no one's auditing them no one's Right. No one's no one's questioning them, but people in Mexico go, well, that's the petrodollar and it's worth something. It's an idea. And so China's challenging that idea of the petrodollar. Muammar Gaddafi and all the, the African countries challenge that idea. So my point of, of this small window happening is that there's a small window where a group of 40,000 like-minded individuals can invest in one idea of developers not only to get a digital art that has that has and holds value but is a part of a community now that's the that's the creative part it's like if it's like if i go here's a hundred dollars aurelio and with this hundred dollars you're gonna learn how to do this (laughs) right just by holding the hundred dollars you're gonna learn how to i don't know fix cars Uh cook you know vegan food that it, here, if you hold this $100, you can learn how to do those things. And it's worth $100. So that's what this community in NFT world 
is is starting to create and so when you have enough people that have an idea of value then you can switch out the value of something else and then not only that holds value mm. you dig right uh you know i i feel like the understanding that people have is only what we are been exposed to you know so it's like stepping into these realms of nfts and crypto it's a very dangerous it's environment. A, I'm gonna be very, honest with it's you. Very dangerous. Uh, yeah, you know, like you that. you you guys always mention these uh, popular ones that influencers promote on Instagram and Facebook. The people get. I wrecked. see those. Very, you know, I, I could consider that those get rich quick schemes, uh, where it's bait and switch, right? Or they're out to get you, right, Zero? Yeah. They're, well, there's they're always gonna, gonna rug be pull you, right? People get wrecked. I mean, I got wrecked when I stepped in, bro. I got wrecked. I was like, damn, like. You know, I lost thousands of dollars investing in some shit NFTs, like, you know. Investing but, investing to essentially nothing you could hold in your hand. Right. It was just literally like a, a, a like a JPEG. That's all. And so it's like, it, it's super risky, right? But at the end of the tunnel, like after I got wrecked and I lost thousands of dollars, I was like, man, like I still saw the opportunity. Like it's still there. Just because I didn't know, that's why I got wrecked. Mm. But if I knew some, if somebody was like, showed me the ropes going in, it would have been a different story. But, you know, I'm self-thought. So I was like, dude, I, that's I, not so different. Are, are you but a, that's no different. That's no different than, than a young kid getting his first job. And the first thing he does is go to a fucking car dealer and buy a car. Right. He just got wrecked. You just get wrecked. Man. Because he's going to be paying hundreds of dollars. For a car that's going to depreciate value. And I was that value. kid, zero. And at 18, as soon as I got out of high school, I don't know what I was thinking. But I was just like, parents, I want to get a car. Take me to the dealer. I could care less about the total price. Yeah. I was thinking, can I afford that monthly payment? Yeah. And just and give it away. And it's a mind fuck. Yeah. Give it away. Give it, it's the same thing. And then the car lost its value by like 50%. And I'm just sitting there like, Wow. But this is what I love about the NFT world is that, one, there's a community that'll say, hey, man, you lost something, hey, but try doing it this way next right. time. And, and, and keep a lookout. Why don't you look at for wallets, man? You should be looking at wallets. And, and, and that's the kind of exchange that you talk about, right? Right. This, I mean, I, it, at the end of the day, man, it's, it, it really is like, you know, like coming from, from you know, growing up with like, this consciousness level and indigenous approach to, to living and community, it's like, it's inevitable. Like we can't go back to the past, but like once I stepped into this digital form of, of life, it's like, bro, like nobody's looked out for me like that in real life. Like nobody's, you know, un unless they're my tribe, unless they're my family or like really good friends, but I've never had strangers be like, bro, look in here, look at this. Yeah. And then, don't go in there. Don't look at that. Like, right. you know, like it really felt like the community, maybe because it's so small still. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have bad players who are there to scam you at, like sharks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But once you find the solid community, bro, you, you're guaranteed to like, bro. You know what I mean? And so it's like the like it, it's crazy that like it just showed like you have people from China, people from France, people from Venezuela, people from fucking brazil you have people from england well but like when i got with this hive mentality you know what i mean and so it, it's a reflection of like 
these natural instincts that we have as human beings, but in order for us to really connect was only in that platform. And so it really came to be like, man, like this community sense, you know, sadly has to be, I mean, it's, it's being exercised, you know, the community that we always talk about, like indigenous communities and stuff like that for sure. But it's the modern version, the modern version. I think it's the modern version of, of, of like-minded ideas that bring value. People don't understand the economy of the past was not a trading economy. They traded, but it was based on the value of what they were trading. You know what I mean? Like, if I brought to you a big old bag of spirulina, you knew that that would keep you, your family alive and healthy for four months. That's a value. Right. In a jungle, in a desert, in a, an environment where you don't have that kind of sustenance. You know, and someone just brought to you, you didn't have to go harvest it or create a, a, an environment for it to grow. You didn't have to take care of it. Someone just brought it to you and said, here, you don't have to do anything for four months in terms of this particular, that's value. You know, cacao. It's like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know what I mean? But And so it's like. What I'm pointing out, though, is the benefit of what you're trading. Like spirulina is a green algae that tastes really bad. But if you eat it, the value is I don't have to eat every five minutes. Um, I have energy all day and I get to live a little bit. I'm a little bit faster. I'm a little bit, you know, I think a little bit better. That's a value. You understand? And that's where I feel like NFTs create some of these NFT communities and and developers create this value it's not it the nft is a part of it but it's and, not and, the and entire the thing is it's not that the 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 the, uh, the the creators nor the developers they're not the ones placing the value in it no it's the community it's the community like the developers will just put uh, an entry fee which a lot of times is super cheap but then the rest is all community based and so because they they decide what the value is right because they, they just, go, oh, man. But I, at the same time, it's a reciprocal relationship, you know, because you're not just going to value something that doesn't give anything in return. And so it, it, everything, it has its checks and balances. So it's not like, you know, you have people who just buy NFTs, but then those projects don't do anything for them. Then, you know, that lose value. Mm-hmm. Like there's no value in that. Exactly. And so, you know, like the, the, the main purpose, I feel like, uh, of this new movement is not necessarily... Uh, an entry price or or a, 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 a quick rich scheme or all these other things it's really again it's the benefits that people who have that are gonna get mm-hmm. you know it's like you scratch my back I'll scratch yours mm-hmm. and so it's it, it, it's mutual aid you know what I mean it's really like it in essence this is a hive mind mutual aid economy you know what I mean where it's like we all have the same focus but you take care of me, I'll take care of you. And in, in corporate America, in a capitalist society, it's like, I'm only going to take care of myself, you know? And, and, and the companies are not going to look out for you, you mm. know? And But again, it, it's a new evolution of how things are going to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think our, our boy here had a question, man. Excuse me? You had a question or... 
Um, can't really oh, did you recall. <laughs> Were you gonna maybe say I something? forgot. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Interrupted. My bad. Well, um, look, the way I see it, look, what what got me into NFTs and, and just even researching it and kind of getting into it, I didn't understand. I saw this little like Vice thing on it, and then and then, but during that Vice segment, I saw like people from third world countries who are dirt poor graphic designers. All of a sudden, now they're doing good. Right now, they have a team of graphic designers with them and they're all kind of making these new NFTs and, and they're in Mexico city and they're in India and they're in these places that are very, very poor. Right. And so I, I it interests me like how art was being used as like fiat currency in a sense, mm -hmm. you know, like these digital images hold the value of fiat they have fiat currency attached to them right it's attached to it right mm -hmm. but it's not the 20 dollar bill because they have to combine let's say 50 of them just to buy that nft right mm -hmm. now the nft is took those 50 dollar bills and pretty much burned them and now this thing is worth it and now you could trade it for other people's mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's kind of a hard it's a cool concept man like using art as value to get benefits, to be a part of a community, you know what I mean? No, and, and, and see the thing is like it's it's still unbelievable because you have people who just by holding an NFT are making three hundred k a year, and that's just passive income. Like you know, I invested in the project that was giving me a thousand dollars a week just for holding it. You know what I mean? And so those projects are like. They're called unicorns because, you, you know, again, it, it's almost like the, 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 in the, like in the early 90s when like the Internet companies started, you know, yeah. Yahoo, yeah. Fucking yeah. Earthlink, uh, AOL, you know, like that whole dot com boom, only like 2%, 3% made it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like yeah, the same AOL's thing as, gone. Right, AOL's gone. Even Yahoo's, Yahoo's almost gone. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's only like two or three point percent that's gonna make it and so eBay is like totally gone right? like, you know Amazon yeah. took it out yeah and so it's like the same thing with this and and so NFTs is like you're getting flooded with so much that people are just gonna hop in thinking like damn I'm gonna get quick rich you know what I mean but in reality it's like 95 percent of those projects that are out today are gonna fail wow. and so the thing is Again, going back to this community, if you invest in the community, if you invest in the vision, and if you invest in like the the, the team that's creating it, like those three things are, are really the driving force behind a successful project. And so it's like, you know, people get hyped up and they want to put in because they see a, a, I don't know, Kanye or Kim Kardashian or somebody famous Justin Bieber, whatever, like all these fucking A celebrities, like they see them putting in money, and for them it's like a scratch. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's like taking, like plucking out a hair. But for somebody in the hood, it's like, damn, that's that's a that's a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like you half know, that's rent. like that's half a rent. Yeah. And so that's a recipe for 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 disaster. Failure. Yeah, for disasters because then, like that's how I hopped in. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. with that mentality, like fuck it. And I'm about to make money. I, I have to, like, you know, but I got wrecked. But, you know, being a business owner, like, I had to really just step away and apply that, like, 
business business sense, sense well, to it. Well, there's a term for that. It's called FOMO. FOMO. Right? Fear, Fear of missing, missing out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's what drives like. And, you know. and it's already too late if it gets to that point. Right. You know, like the, the thing is with FOMO, it's like. It, it, it's, it's so interesting because unlike crypto, it's a disease. Right. You know, unlike crypto or stocks where people are sitting down and watching like fucking the uh, the charts and oh shit, I got to make a trade now or I got to really like from my understanding, I'm not an expert or anything from just being in this, you know, space like it, it, it's a completely different evaluation because you're, you're buying into people's emotions. You're buying into people's like uh, you don't have to be this like a uh, wall street savvy guy to be able to trade an NFT. Like you got to really just have real common sense. Like, you know, where you see things in a different manner because it's not, there's no technical aspects of pro- attached to it. Like watching charts on, on wall street or watching charts on crypto. It's like, if you have your, if you have a beat on what's going on, on, on the sentiment that's going on in the community. If you have a sentiment on what's, you know, being talked about on that project, you're able to make more of an educated uh, investment decision on that. So, know, which so is weird because. So you're saying you would rather invest into digital art rather than investing in speculation. Cause that's all it is, right? In the right. stock market. Right. You're just, it's speculation on how that company is going to, be positioned down the line isn't that such a fraud no it's crazy because it's a it's a coin flip you know what i mean and and so the thing with with i mean i think everything's a coin flip especially like any investment like you're always going to have the risk of going and 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 and, and getting rugged or getting wrecked and, and 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 losing money but you know the benefit you know to 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 nfts is that you can assess you know, all of us are glued to Instagram already. Like we're all on Instagram. We can see what's going on. And that's basically, it's like NFT is like, but, a but, but you're not seeing it as investing in an NFT similar to you're investing in speculation. Cause you're thinking, you're hoping it's going to raise in value down the line. Right. But at least you have something digital that's minted it. and you could prove that it's yours. And see, like, I, I think what, what I've learned is like, and it's also on a blockchain. And it's also like, well, the transactions aren't really private, right? No, the, the transactions are open public yeah. domain. Yeah. And so another thing that, that that's, I guess, another incentive is that. Well, the blockchain know, protects you from own, knowing who owns it, right? Well, so like blo- the stock market, like zero in, in the stock market, you're basically betting on a boardroom. It's disgusting, right? right. Zero. Like yeah. any company out there that's trading in the stock market, you would think. You would want to know who is on that board, on that executive chair. Like, who's who's that greedy bastard that's killing everyone just for the greed and to enrich others? Mm-hmm. Like, NFTs are, have nothing to do with that, right? Well, it, they're kind of like that because you're investing in, for some NFTs, you're investing in the perks that come with that NFT, right? right. So you're going, it's kind of like Steve Jobs 
Steve Jobs going, look, I'm going to build this Apple computer. If you all give me $100, it'll help me build this Apple computer. And then everybody gets an Apple computer right. once, once. And that's basically what it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, and, and then the uh, interesting fact is that someone's right here in the comments saying, like, people should invest in clean water, right? And so another aspect of, of NFTs that doesn't really get talked about is, like, you know, because the people that are making NFTs aren't conglomerates. They're not Walmarts. They're not in corporate. Nikes. They're, yeah, they're not corporate America. They're folks like you and me. Yeah. You know, they're folks that are like also have some type of moral, ethical approaches to living their life. You know, and so a lot of them like from all, you know, and it's all always stated. It's like transparency is 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 a must you know like if anything is sketchy like people will dump it and then that project fails you know but they always attach a cost to it like some people like if it's a theme of animals then they they a, a percentage of of that goes to protecting i don't know like there was an nft that protected tigers because their character was a a, a tiger uh -huh, uh -huh. you know another one was like a fish and so they the, uh, uh, a percentage of it goes to cleaning the ocean. Another one was a tree, and then the percentage of it goes to, like, the uh, re what like reforesting the you know trees and planting trees. So there's causes behind these NFTs, and so and that's people also people that like people that are really about it, like they want to buy those projects, right? Because they're they want to go. Oh yeah, I want to save the rainforest, or I want to do whatever they that that you know whatever the that's that's. See, so if 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 I'm listening to the comments right, right, and someone saw like, well, instead of doing NFTs, why don't we invest in clean water, right? But then why don't you invest? Like, what if an NFT company is wise enough to hear its community and go, hey, you know what, bro? We have like two mil. Remember that dude that we met who can extract water from the atmosphere and we right. can pull it from the atmosphere? Let's buy one of those things and put it in a place where they need it. And that's the thing that that's how the, that economy is really functioning at the moment. Mm. It's like the people who in the community are, are you know, uh, and, and then there's the need, like the way that the NFT communities are working, it's not the developers or the guys on the top are making decisions. You know, they have the vision and then they present the options. But then the community is the one that's saying, no, we want to do this mm -hmm. or no, maybe we allocate our funds to this. And so now not only are you not like now you're part of something that has wealth to make changes, you know, and, and so far, like because of of the direction and the, and the people involved in these communities aren't necessarily you can say people from our communities, you know, of course, they're going to. Uh, have different causes that aren't necessarily looking out for the benefits of our people, mm -hmm. you know, but if you apply the same concepts that are being used right now and we attach that and, and give it our meaning, it's just another tool for us to progress our communities. You yes. know, it's not just going to be like, yeah, people, it's like the best word, you know, it's like you can have it all really like in, in the sense of like you can invest in this and now these funds are going to be allocated to the community, you know, and ideally like when, when people do that and they donate to the red cross, you don't know where that's just going to go. Right. You know, you donate to the blue cross. You don't know where it's going to go. You, you donate to a uh, world vision. You don't know what, but the thing with this is because all these transactions are on the blockchain. Like anybody who just takes a minute or two can see like, yo, like 
these dudes aren't saying what they're doing, you mm-hmm. know, and then they can expose you and be like, well, you said you had, you know, $10,000 and it shows like you can see every transaction. So it's like it self-regulates itself, mm-hmm. you know, of course you have people, sketchy people who will still go ahead and do the crime and then basically just turn off all their servers and like, fuck it. Now we're millionaires. Mm-hmm. But then you have real people who are about it that because everything is so transparent, like there's no like you can't do backdoor you know backdoor deals you know where it's like because everything is on the blockchain you can see where everything well, it's, is it's, at it's kind of like it's kind of like if nike if everybody what really fucked up nike is that everybody was exposed to their uh horrendous labor for to make the nike and what the markup was and so if we if they were an nft and someone found out that they were paying little kids sweatshops and no breaks and people were fucking throwing themselves out of buildings because they work like fucking 18 hours a day done right no more nft nike right gone it's gone no more nikes period no more nikes and so that i mean it happens all the time now it's like or if they found out that coca-cola was stealing water from indigenous communities of the amazon and you know people are pregnant women are dying of you know dehydration and and you know all this bad stuff that coca-cola is doing if they were an nft they'd be done they'd be done because it'd be transparent because it's transparent like there's you can't really lie because then you have somebody who's tech savvy all he has to do is right click and and, and open it up and see like man these guys are you know these guys are scamming like people. these guys are scamming people and then they let it out and then the whole community will just dump your project and wow. so it self-regulates itself and, and that's another aspect you know and so like successful projects in order for them to succeed have to be completely transparent because if there's anything sketchy it just creates doubt and in corporate america sketchiness makes you a millionaire you know what i mean mm. but here is the opposite the transparency is going to make you a successful person right because you create the job of the nft developer is to listen to the community and its needs and whatever that developer is creating right that create that that creativity is put to a digital art which gives you sometimes a pass or some sort of a, a minted version of of this piece of art so it's like i said it's like um it's like printing your own 100 hundred dollar bill and then everybody's gonna go well okay okay i'm down with that hundred dollar bill because that hundred dollar bill um donates water to the rainforest so it's really a 90 dollar bill but because ten dollars i know for sure goes to the rainforest right and everybody believes in that and they give of of that belief and they become a community and that community starts to swirl and then the developer goes hey you know what i'm gonna offer this now for the community that i've been so loyal to us mm-hmm. we're gonna do this now and it comes with this new art piece right i think one of the main obstacles even for me was to disassociate ourselves or you know even disassociate myself from this thinking that everything is controlled you know what I mean? Like, everything is controlled. Like, you know, for example, uh, if you, if I don't know, like, take, for example, like, say you, you invest in the NFT community. 
that NFT community is only as strong as the actual community and the supporters. Uh. And so it's not that it's it's being funded by uh, a third party. It's not being funded by, you know, hedge, uh, funds. hedge funds or, or venture capitalists or or Wall Street, you know, unless you, of, of course, you get to a point, then you might have those opportunities come up and you, you make the decision. But the startups are really like they're decentralized autonomous organizations. And so it's like, whoa, that's a good way to explain it. And, I like and, that. and so like that's so powerful because, you know, we've always attached uh, money to being centralized. But this is the first time in my experience that like to make money and be decentralized and have an organization that supports you. It's like that's powerful. Like imagine imagine an NFT company getting so popular that their NFTs are worth so much and they all like and and these guys are like revolutionary thinkers. They're like fuck the system kind of guys, right? And they all go, "Hey, we're going to be in the middle of Watts and we're going to give a free NFT to anybody who can air we're going to airdrop anybody an NFT in this community." Boom. And then all of a sudden, people who are in a poor community now have people in the NFT world going, I'll buy that from you for $5,000. Right. And now this person in Watts who probably needed to have rent paid and they had value for a little bit, but said, hey, this guy wants more value to it right. because he likes the rock star developers and he wants to own all that rock star developer mm -hmm. community. Right. Because if you buy one of those NFTs from that community, then we're going to invite you to this exclusive party, right? You need that NFT to go. Now, the poor person can go with it. Right. Or he could sell it to somebody who really wants to go to it. And that's a way of just giving money to a community right. through an NFT project. Yeah, I think there was this artist who put out... Um, put out an album on an NFT. I forgot his name. And he sold it for a hundred bucks, but his, his, his album, like it was his followers and his followers were, you know, they weren't wealthy individuals, you know, and they bought, they bought these copies of his album and, and they were selling them later down the line for 10,000, 20,000. And so, you know what I mean? It's like, he gave his he fans, gave his fans money, money yeah. you know what I mean? And, and so that's through his value, tool, through his value. You know, and so that's another like, you know, social equity is so important in our communities. You know, that's why that's the reason that we've been, you know, suppressed this, and for so long is that, you know, not only do we know we don't have access to, you know, knowledge or we don't have access to resources, which keeps us limited. But if an actual community with good intentions are really creating these projects, like you're literally giving people ten thousand twenty thousand dollars behind your vision yeah so it's like exactly i just read a comment like imagine politicians like you know like if everything was transparent like uh what is this saying it says if it's like kind of like paying taxes you know like uh if you knew where your money was going the politicians wouldn't be able to lie right now look so this is yeah if taxes were an nft and was on a blockchain we would be able to see, wait a minute, you didn't fucking give $3 trillion to the, to the fucking water company. You, right. you fucking pocketed that. You right. gave it to that you dude over there. You know exactly where it's going. 
So, but see, I, I, I like this NFT world. And, and to be honest with you, well, LA it, Natives, it we're developing caters one. to artists, to be honest with you. Because, like, here's an interesting feature that you as an artist, Zero, if you release an NFT, you could program in royalties. So you'll receive a percentage of sales whenever your art is sold to a new owner. Now, record labels would never allow you to do that. No. Right. No, because record labels wanted 90% and you got, and you Apple, had to split 10%. Apple iTunes, you buy the digital copy, someone else can sell it, you get no royalties. Nope. So with NFTs, you could program all that in there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it'll, val it, look, say for instance, I put out a four, a, a, a NFT four song EP, right? And I value it at $2 and I made 10,000 of them. There's going to be somebody else that goes, you know what? I'm going to pay you $40 for that. Right. You know, and then there's going to be someone else later on in the years going, I'm going to, I'm going to pay you $1,000 from that, but it's going to go back to that original owner. The royalties for each sale is going to go back to the original owner, not to me. It's going to go back to the original owner of the NFT. The NFT, the first purchase of the NFT allowed me to put the album out. That's all I wanted. Well, the, I, all I wanted was the money to put the album out. But now this rare piece of art is now someone else in Germany goes, I want it for $10,000. I'll give you $10,000 for that. Mm -hmm. And now all of other people are going to want to go, well, I'll give you $10,000. Mm -hmm. And some rich conglomerate, you know, dude wants to be cool hipster. Oh, I want to own that <laughs> particular. But, but this article says as it's getting exchanged from to owner to owner yeah that's the, the original artist that created it gets a small royalty as well right. for yes. life yes that's crazy yes and so so it's know. it's kind of like a, a a royalty that gives back to your audience well it depends you know it, like for example um you know the way the royalties work is like it, it's in the contract right it's in the, it's in the, it's in the uh it's in the code like I don't know, you want 5% for a creator fees, you know, 5% royalty fees. And so then that 5% gets attached to every token that you've created. And so that token, token number one gets sold, you know, then that 5% royalties goes back to the creator. But then that person who held token number one is no longer part of it. Mm. Then that other person, you know, is holding it, you know, and so... The royalties always go back to the creators. Mm. And so the other way that communities benefit is there's there's actual NFTs that actually give holders a percentage of all their sales as well. Right. A so royalty. They, like they give. But you have to hold that NFT to get royalties. You have to so keep say it. like, you know, there was a there was one that did a deal with Nike. Right. Mm. And so now all those NFT holders get royalties from any interaction that Nike's having. But before Nike wouldn't even dare give royalties out to anybody. Yeah. Yet alone common common folks that hold uh, an asset for them, you know. And so that you know those early holders of that NFT now like you know who knows where that NFT is going to take off. But now those NFT holders are going to get royalties from Nike, you know. But before they never did, you know what I mean. And so. There's so many ways that these, but you can build, you could build in, um, in the contract of your launch, right? Like say for instance, here's the beauty of the NFT is that you make the board as a developer, you make the board decisions. Mm -hmm. 
So if I go, I want a royalty to go back to the, to the, I want 2.5% of each sale for whatever amount to go back to the original buyers. Right. Right. That's powerful. Zero. It's like a Banksy, right? Yeah. Instead of Banksy, uh, you know, uh, putting a mirror on the wall and then someone just like cuts the wall. Right. Right. And then they own it. Yes. They sell it for 10 million. Banksy gets $0. Yes. But if I'm a musician and I want to attach my music as a rare form of art, like I'm only printing 10,000 of these. Right. And I'm selling them for $2 each. Mm-hmm. Right. The secondary market, I don't have control over it. But we can write in the contract, whatever it's sold for, 2%, 2.5% goes back to the original person who funded my album. They become like shareholders right. in the album. I could write that in an NFT Bank's contract. Bank going to become a trillionaire. If he decides this is this is this is this is when you this is the beauty of NFTs, um, LA natives, is that you can create your own reality if like minded people believe in you. Right. Right. And, you know, there's already things that are. I mean, they're 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 just ridiculous. If Banksy came out with an NFT, forget about it, bro. Like this fool's a millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire. trillionaire. Like NFTs. Like there's this NFT project that bought Bans- Banksy art, you know, and they're worth like I don't know millions, right? Mm-hmm. And there's only like six thousand holders of it, and so now the holders of this NFT now own a Banksy, and so they get a fractional price. So say that they sell it for twenty million, now the holders get a fractional, you know, amount of that profit, and so it's like. You know, it, it, it's so decentralized. And again, I think, you know, for all the LA natives here, like if anything that you can come out with this whole, you know, segment is that, you know, understanding the concept of a decentralized economy and that in itself should be a, a big incentive to know, like, man, this is, this is, uh, it's never happened. You know, and the, for the only that, time we've had a decentralized economy was maybe back in our indigenous ancestors. Like, well, yeah, because you know no I mean? one, you couldn't control how much cacao I had or cacao I grew or, right. or, or what farms I have exactly. ejidos with. And, and, and they, they all contribute to one pot and we all kind of distribute it out to whoever is going to, you know, as a, as a unit, mm-hmm. you know, that, but when you put art and money together, and allow it to be printed like money, right? And the difference between a decentralized system and a centralized system is that no one can print U.S. dollars, but U.S. people. Right. And that means that everything's centered on their printing presses, on their administration, on their ability to keep the fiat currency going out at a certain pace. That's a centralized system. But when you put art and money and go like Banksy goes, you know what? I'm going to do this little drawing. I'm going to put on an NFT and I'm just going to give it away. And people, people I'm not going to take, nuts. I'm going to take $0 for this. People will go nuts. Right. And people will be, I want it for 5000 I want it for 50000 right. That FOMO, you know. That's the power that art has. So they fucked up. In my opinion, you know, when, when you talk about 400 families wanting to rule the world, that means they have to rule all the money. 
And you can't rule all the money. You'll never rule all the money. You'll never rule rule the guy in 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 the in the basement fucking hating his life because his dad went away because he lost his job and fucking blah blah blah. Right. You can't. That guy's creativity is gonna grow a flower, and go. I have an idea that will sh- that I'm gonna share with everyone because I want to fuck the system. Right. And, and that's interesting because uh, you know I, I think the, the the guy who created a. Uh, um, Fucking Ethereum. This guy was like a straight gamer, right? Like he was a fuck, like a nerd just playing games. He was playing, I don't know, whatever game was popular, like World War, I don't know, whatever game it was popular. Yeah. Call, of was Duty. A, call, call of Duty. You could call it, but it was centralized. It had, it was based on the server. And he spent years fucking building his character and getting trades and spending money on buying like, you know, tools and whatever. And then one day, like, it should just, like, it, it, it locked him out. Like, he lost, he lost it. For whatever reason, he lost it. And he, he said he was super depressed. Like, he was like, he couldn't believe it. And he said, like, there has to be something that's going to decentralize what just happened. And that's how, like, after that, like, he just went on the, on, on the like, two-year, like, quest of coding and shit to know, like, how to decentralize that economy. And so he built his platform so that it'd be a decentralized platform that you can build on top of his platform, but it's a decentralized platform nonetheless. And so, you know, there's so much, there's so much that like, I feel like, again, like he can't control an idea. You know what I mean? You no. can't control that. You can't control somebody's emotional reaction to loss. Like that story you just described he spent time. He thought that it was a real thing. And someone just said, eh, we're done. Right. No, well, hey, hey, what happened to my thing? What did I, I built it for years. Uh, yeah, it's over, dude. It's done. It's done. How do you have that much control? I've been doing it for years. We do. That's that's what the Federal Reserve is. That's what the central economy is. Yeah. 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 You know what? Central projects. You know what? That's how George Soros can make a phone call. To another country and go, you know what? The Russian fucking dollar or whatever they call it, yeah, it's not gonna be worth shit. And they're ah, what the fuck? Sell it, sell right. it. George Soros just <laughs> said George Soros just said fucking it's not worth anything. Let's you know? Right. Isn't he like the largest Because it's centralized. George Soros, the same guy who's like the largest uh, donation contributor to the Democratic Party. Yeah, that fool. <laughs> that fucking guy. KPFK too. Dude, that fool that fool has made phone calls and Killed economies in other countries right. just by what he said. Yep. I'm serious. This fucking dude is like, dude, I heard this crazy story about him. He was a Jewish child who would rat out other Jewish families hiding from the Nazis. He'd walk down the street going, ah, oh, I need somewhere to hide. I need, and some, a door would open and be like, come on, little kid, get him in. Boom. And then, boom, he'd make a phone <laughs> call. Hey, they're right there. They're fucking, they're hiding right there. I seen them. Yeah, they let me in. That, he was like an agent. And, and so and, and the Rothschild. The succeed. So then the Rothschild in said, you know what? We're going to fucking raise this. This guy's, in, this guy's valuable. Right. He, he'll rat out his own people like that. Let's fund his ass. We're going to fund him. And then boom, boom, boom. Now you know he's a billionaire. He's an eccentric billionaire. But everybody has a root somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? And so... 
I think this NFT world is this little glimmer or this little opening where people can really control their reality as a community. Exactly. Right. That's definitely it. And man. the developers have to be held responsible. Like, no one holds Steve Jobs responsible if the iPhone was shitty and everybody bought it already. Right? What's going to happen is that the people are going to go, hey, you bought that fucking iPhone? That was a piece of trash. I'm never going to buy an iPhone ever and then never sell another iPhone. Right. Right. There's some sort of responsibility to being the head of this NFT developer crew or and it's all connected with creativity and art and how that applies to this system and what it's going through mm-hmm. that's the window we're in that's why i thought it was important that we talk about nfts on this show right it's still very vague because it is very dangerous like you said you have to open up accounts in different you know you have mm-hmm. to know what you're doing when you when you fuck with it and guys this is not financial advice it's whatsoever financial no it's not advice. absolutely not it's no more of a uh, it's just a conversation so you know that's why i haven't said go invest but, here go but it, uh, but do your own deep research do, but do your research but eventually it, zero we are going to be like yo invest in art nft right here well the difference between our NFT and, and, and the NFT you would buy on the on the market is that you've been listening to this podcast already. You already know what the feel of this podcast is. And you know that there's four artistic minds, whether it be musically, whether it be um, food-wise, whether it be production-wise. Um, you know what this community already has created, you know, without creating a digital platform or a digital currency called an NFT. When we do do this, which is in the works, Mm -hmm. but we're putting a lot of thought into it Mm -hmm. and it's going to really, really, it has to be really, really refined because the ones we have been us to us as developers have been working on is that the community benefits, the community, the community benefits. We may come up with the creative ideas presented to that community and the community is going to benefit somehow, some way. They're going to walk away with something. Experience, plant-based food, high, high dense nutrition, knowledge, knowledge. And I'm not talking about like this scratch the surface knowledge. I mean, we're going to follow the Knights Templar. And follow their banking strategies until now. So that you can get a full rounded version of what happened and how do we call this bank a bank, right? What is the difference between maritime law and admiralty law? We're going to go into that. How do we challenge our birth certificate? We're going to go into that. That's what you get. That's the world that we're going to create. It's very vague. And then we're going to have these very amazing events. I'm not even going to scratch the surface on that. But the events, they're going to be beneficial to the community that we create. Because the community that we create is everything. It's the only thing that exists. You've given us the opportunity. You will give us the opportunity to bring forth our vision. What we think in our mind and really in our heart. Because we've been resisting for a long time. Years. Years. Since we became conscious in, ni- man, 90, 90, 91. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. we we started fucking really going. How can Divine we? forces radio. Yeah. How do we get out of this shit? How do uh -huh. we, the matrix exists? But how do we get out of it? As a community, we get out of it. And you know, like I, I you know, one of the things is like, you know, just from having that upbringing, it's always like, bro, I always wanted to be a hermit. I always wanted to be out. You know what I mean? Like outside the system, like fucking out of, of, oh, like out in the wild. Like, but the reality, bro, is like, we can't be like that anymore. At least for me, my understanding is that I can't be that. You know what I mean? I can't be what, how, what my ancestors were. Like, I can't be like, yeah, I can go live out in the woods, but I can't do it just because that's not my reality. That's for me personally, that's just wishful thinking, mm. you know? And, and so, I think the the resiliency and the and the evolution and, and the adaptation is what makes this meaningful. You know what I mean? And so it's like, how how can we still evolve? You know, I, I think you mentioned a story of how, you know, uh, when the Aztecs came. I mean, when, when the conquerors, when llegaron los españoles, the the Spaniards, mm. uh, the ancestors, you know, the 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 tribe, the leaders told them. That they had to surrender. Yeah, they had to give the weapons. To they Spain. had to give it in, and, and and so it's like that's the tip that I'm on. Like, mm. this has to be done. You have it to has do this. To be done. There's no way looking back. Like you can't look. Like, how are you going to bend over for the, for for the Spaniards? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you know the the it, it, it it's not the physicalness. It's the wisdom that they had, like the the vision. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's like that same vibe, that same approach that, you know, that the ancestors had when the Spaniards came, you know, and that's not common knowledge. Like people no. think like, oh, it was all, you know, resistance. It was all, no, you they, know. No, we gave them that we, we, because we knew that the time had come where we were going to no longer exist. Everything was going to be destroyed. Right. And we couldn't fathom that. We didn't believe it. We couldn't understand it. And, and neither did, According to what I understand is the Cuauhtémoc didn't understand it either. He's like, what the fuck? We can take these dudes can out. Take these them guys. out. These fools are not that bad. You know? <laughs> and he's shape. like, no, because you're going to be in the way of time. Right. Time. Mexica thought, Aztec thought, is understanding the death and not fighting it. Right. But knowing that it's a place of rest and infinite transformation. So when Cuauhtémoc handed the weapons to the Spaniard. He said, I'm accepting my death because I know I'm going to rest, then transform mm -hmm. and become again. And you can't control that. Right. You can't control you. All you have is this lifetime, Hernan Cortez. All you have is this lifetime. All you have is this memory. No abuelo taught you how to surf time, mm -hmm. to know that if I die, I'm only going to rest and infinitely transform into something else, which is us. Right. Right? The spirit of his humbleness, his humility to death, not because he worshipped it as a god and or as a deity, but knew that it was unavoidable. Death is unavoidable for someone who is alive. Right. That's why they attached or they compared humans to flowers because flowers had this amazing beauty, but at one point would wither and die. Yep. And, and see, the thing is, it's like, you know, people who, who, who kind of have this attachment to life, you know, are always going to be not at peace. 
you know, because, you know, at least just, and I'm just speaking for my, you know, my evolution, my, my process, my understanding of how my life has, you know, brought me. It's like, I can't fight, you know, like I, I choose not to fight because that just brings anger. That just mm-hmm. it brings unnecessary things. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, even like the, 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 the story you mentioned, like, they could have fought, but the abuelos knew like that wasn't gonna bring peace. Yeah, you you're know? gonna be fighting forever. You're gonna be fighting forever, and so like when I made that conscious decision of like I'm not gonna fight, bro, and it's not like I'm joining, you know. The, and then you go to this other common saying is like if you can't uh, beat them, join them, you know. Like there is no selling out because nobody knows one's heart. You know what I mean? Where it's like. As we adopt to this new way of living that's coming, it's not that, like, we're forgiving or forgetting our ancestors. It's more so, like, I'm just learning how to apply the values in the life that we're living now. Right. I like, you know, I, I, I really respect your faith in, in Buddhism. You know, that's why I feel like you're very gentle. And and I kind of love that Buddhism and... and, and um, and being indigenous and, and following those principles are, are very alike, but there's one degree off of or a difference in it, right? Not good or bad, just a difference, a different perspective. Like you have that perspective and then the indigenous perspective is this. But in indigenous perspective, it's not about fighting. That's one thing I realized, right? I realized that a warrior wasn't someone who was the toughest meanest bravest was the one that maneuvered the best that's what made him a warrior what made him a warrior was that his family never went hungry his family never was cold because he maneuvered through whatever terrain he was in to solve the issue his family yeah. Takes mold. Yes. Yep. So it's not about fighting community. It's not about fighting. It's about maneuvering. How do I maneuver here? Because I remember when we used to, back in the 90s, we used to go to these crazy raves. And we didn't have money, but we maneuvered our way in there and got in. You know, I'm not, I hate to compare it to something of my youth that was, you know, obviously out of control sometimes. But um, I learned lessons in terms of because when you maneuver it's not about aggression mm. it's about calculation mm-hmm. it's about moving with it right and you maneuver through whatever situation you're in and i feel like nfts can create communities that maneuver through these tyrannical changes, changes yep. these radical changes these are radical changes when when someone says that we're going to take everything you own and you're going to like it. That's not, that's not in your best interest. He's going to bully you into liking it. In other words, like North, like, um, you know, North Korea dictatorships, dictatorships. They're afraid to say anything. Mm -hmm. That's why you're not going to like it. Right. So we have to maneuver as a community and the bigger the community, while the bigger the maneuver and the bigger the maneuver, the bigger they notice. Right. right. It's like uh, our boy just mentioned uh, the example in Canada of the truck drivers. Like, 
they're protesting, but now the government is shutting down their whole like bank accounts. And so now these truck drivers aren't going to be able to eat. They're not going to be able to pay rent. They're not going to be able to do any of this. And so it's like. But why are they able to shut down bank accounts? Because it's centralized. It's a centralized economy. It's centralized. It's centralized. If the fucking Fed goes or whatever it's called in Canada. Hey, you know what? Fuck them. You're not giving them their money. Go back to work. Yeah. Go back to work or you ain't getting shit. Right. You're not getting the money you worked for. Yeah. If you don't go back to work. But if they were in NFT communities and they had, for instance, the vision would be, oh, yeah, I take that. Yeah, here's your Starbucks. Right. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Like, you know, like El Salvador's like, yeah, you want you want to rent this uh, beach house? Yeah, we'll take Bitcoin. Right. You know, and U.S. dollar. <laughs> we'll take that too. Optional. We'll <laughs> you know, too. It's optional. You know. But, you know, Bitcoin's cool. We do it. That's all it takes. The community needs to stay strong because that's how they're going to take us. They're going to take us like by going, we're going to take your money. Now we're going to take this and we're going to take and we're going to take until you break. Right. But if we're a community that understands the principles of our great ancestors, and that's a process and a journey in life, but apply what they know and we apply it to this NFT world. I'm interested to see what kind of community grows and how solid it will be. And like this, Zero, the, here's another good um, angle. Here, here's another good angle on this whole NFT art digital world where uh, the owner or the creator can also store specific information inside them. For instance, artists could put w- digital workshops on it or put their signature on it in the metadata. So that's just like just... The creativity behind these NFTs is just not just art, but you could get something on the back end as well. That's crazy, right, Zero? Whoa. It's crazy because, yeah, I mean, there's the... For like, example, there's if there's a certain digital workshop you want to put on a certain NFT, well, you can only read it if you get this NFT. Yeah. <laughs> right. And someone someone's going to, like, screenshot it and put it on the internet or whatever. But, <laughs> you know, that, that, that doesn't matter because... If the content is revolutionary and eye-awakening, it becomes even more rare, right? And that, I mean, I think that's the goal. It's like, again, going back to that banning books. Like, if you put it on this platform, there you can't ban it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if we put the most revolutionary content out there, there's no censorship. Yeah. It's, again, like, you know, going back to the American Constitution, one of the things that one of the uh, 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 of the rights that we had was like freedom of speech and, and press, you know, and that's being censorship. Mm-hmm. That's being censored as we speak. Mm-hmm. But if you put it on to, you know, like if we put it on a different platform, it's a, it's a new evolved platform of, of a freedom of speech. It's a new evolved platform of press, you know? So it's like, even though they close one door, then the other one opens where it's like, Especially in this, again, back, re-emphasizing. Well, the censorship is real. Right. The well, control real. is real, and it's, and it's tightening up, right, Zero? And it's well, real, I mean, and, and it's choking and those up. If, if, we're un, if we're unaware of alternatives and, and not maneuvering, that's, that's the most important part is that you have to figure out a way. If you're, un- un- <coughs> excuse me. If you're uninformed, about nfts cryptocurrencies 
or where the dollar is ask somebody ask somebody i'm sure there's somebody somebody in your group who a youtuber and he fucking knows what every fucking thing that's about it ask him and then you become a think tank and start working it together and then becoming ideas because they can't stop creativity just like they cannot stop love they cannot stop love they cannot stop creativity it's just a transfer of energy yeah it's but it's a powerful energy because it's unbiased exactly it's unbiased you know love is love and and the energy like you said like this individual who spent so much time building a character building wasting money wasting time and someone just pulled the plug on him he said i want to do i want for my rest of my community whoever did that whoever had to go through whatever that was i'm going to create this platform and his creativity created an answer not only for his community but it created an answer for other communities because creativity has no um it's unbiased just like love when you love something it's unbiased it's all unconditional true love is true true love is unconditional i mean as much as i hate colonizers as much as i hate bankers as much as i hate rapists i can't say i i you know i have to love i have to learn to love you know that would be like the flower going oh i hate the sun because it's melting me It, it can't it can't hate the sun because the sun gave it its full potential. Now, it's a weird kind of analogy, but I choose not to be in the realm of hate. Right? Right. Because I don't think that emotion stands. It's there, but it's not one that I go to. i rather go to love because love has always showed me creativity. Creativity has always gave me answers. And I feel like this NFT world can, at least for this window of time, create some sort of reality some sort of moment in time where whoa remember when we those things used to happen <laughs> right these this community used to all come together now that that little group became four nft developers this little group came and we're all handling um inner city problems right we're giving away free holistic care like to everybody in watts or and everybody in east los angeles access to free Access to plant-based food. Free. Free. Access to phones and and community, like networking. Yes. Free. Free. Knowledge, free. Free. And so I think this is the the powerful uh, aspect is like, you know, by creating a project where you really are just devaluing everything that people attach value to, you know, because it's the attachment to value that, to, to something that you know, makes people feel this greed, makes people feel, you know, uh, a superiority complex of people. Like, oh, I have this and you don't. I, we, you know, we're up here and you're down there. And so it's like, if there's something that just takes away that value, where it's like, it really just, you know, it, it's almost like when, when, like, you know, the ancestors didn't value gold the same way the Spaniards did. You know what I mean? They used it like rocks. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was just a, a, a byproduct of something. Like, it wasn't a value to it. But then the conquerors came, and they're like, man, this, what are, these guys are, these guys are, are dumb. idiots. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is the most precious shit ever. Yeah. And so it's like the same approach. Like, we're not valuing these material things, man. We're valuing the essence of the community more than fucking free food, 
or free shoes or yeah. you know access to knowledge you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that just that in itself is revolutionary because then it has you thinking like you know like it just it creates ideas it, it creates, creates yep. when when you create something and devalue everything in it like um for instance a food pop-up right and you made all the food in every single booth free for anybody who discovers that pop-up right it's like yeah and but people who are in the nft world know exactly where it's at know exactly what time it starts know exactly what vendor is going to be there and and if you're a rare holder you can place your order before anybody else in other words when you get there your food's ready and it's free right Right. free yeah everything's free and then at the end of the night, guess who shows up? Murs. And he does a free concert for everybody there. Because the NFT developers paid him his regular fee to go and perform. And we booked him just like a regular act. That's the universe. And it's free to everyone. And we do creative things like airdrop stuff in certain areas, you know, that we want to exploit. Like, like, say, for instance, like... We can, the power of, last, last example is that you can also tie it to statements or issues. I don't want to put it like protest. I don't want to use that word because I don't like that word, but I don't like that action. But you can bring attention to something by going, hey, all NFT holders, let's meet at this street right here because this person is a pedophile and you fucking, you know, everybody's trying to be cool with him or whatever. And we're going to fucking just release an NFT there. Everybody show up there, but you have to be there. And like we flood the fucking whole street with like <laughs> 15,000 people are there trying to get this free NFT. Right. Right. So it's kind of, you can, you can. It's a tool. Man. It's a tool. It's a, it's a cool ass tool. I'm, I'm glad that we tool. talked about it. And then I'm glad that we got, hopefully that we were clear with our audience in terms of the idea the creativity do some research it's time to do it now because you know they're taking that dollar away that dollar is gone you dollar's know? done man. yeah it's done it's already and it's that's why they're giving so much of it stop away. worshiping those men that yeah. are on those bills absolutely it has to go because they were all fucking rapists anyways you know and they were all fucking land land thieving um you know just unintelligent people because but they serve their purpose. And now it's our turn to take responsibilities for our communities. And we can be creative using the platforms that are out there. Whatever they may be, you know, whatever they may be, whether you agree or whether you don't agree. You may say, wow, that was a waste of time of a fucking podcast. I didn't understand one thing about NFTs. <laughs> you know? But if those that understood that we could create a vision together and we can fund it together... And we can build in mechanisms that leave you, if you hold it long enough, give you money. Right. Not because other people want it, but because it has value. Because we as a community decided it had value. Just like we decide that $20 bills have value, $100 bills have value. Most definitely. I mean, I think, I think uh, the, the power of all this even just like just the power of it is is really you know like never before in my understanding the power really lies in the decentralization mm-hmm. and i think i keep repeating 
it over and over because that's what attracted me. That's almost, I, I won't call myself a revolutionary or anything like that, but you know, from studying from that, it's like all these, all the people who came before us fought for decentralization, decentralized governments, decentralized economies, equality, and now it's here, but in this form. And it's so unknown that it's like, nah, we can't mess with it. Mm -hmm. But the power that it has to be decentralized, to mobilize communities, to generate uh, transfer of wealth for communities, that shit to me is like, that's that's enough for me to be like, I'm all in. Mm -hmm. Because where else can you have power like that? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? As a community, yeah. you know? And, 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 you know, sadly, I mean, the reality we live in is like, you go protest, it doesn't work. You know, they let Martin Luther King protest. They, you know, they only allow you certain things. Yeah. But within the boundaries of the frames, because they know that it's controlled, it's centralized. Mm -hmm. But once that movement goes into another platform where there is no centralized power to it, then that's when they start creating so many confusions. You know what I mean? Like, then their propaganda is going to go out and be like, Nah, this is, you know, it's too dangerous. It's unsafe. It's unstable. It's not safe. Yeah. It's like, and then people, because for years we've been functioning under this program, it's like, nah, you can't, you can't, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. It's unknown. It's too risky. But those that are doing it are like, bro, like, come over. It's just like, it's just like how they announced that, that China's cryptocurrency is doing so good because people are doing, it has nine point something million transactions done with it they're just telling you please believe in that because once you start believing in that and then people go well i'll go buy ten dollars of that and i'll go buy you know a hundred dollars of that and now i could go to um 7-eleven and buy my whatever's my donut with this new cryptocurrency because they convinced you that it had value and i think that's another thing is that not only you can't create you can't um, box in ideas unless it's coming from one money source and when people go and spend pounds to buy the nf convert them to ethereum you know it, it what it does is it's taking the fiat currency and creating one kind of currency but using all these different types of currency Right, right. Because you have to use British. You, you can use British pounds. I'm, the yen, I'm sure you can use the yen. The peso, you can use anything. Yeah, you see. So then you're going. Well, yeah, I have to pay fucking ten thousand pesos, but now I own four Ethereum. You know, and and that Ethereum, the more people get it, it grows in value. Right. So now you you, you went in with you know five thousand pesos, but now you have fucking forty thousand pesos. You know, quickly. Right. Fast. But. What I'm trying to say is that it's creating, it's, it's using other fiat currencies to create a new currency. Right. Right. But one that the community believes in, which is what currency is. You believe that that's worth money. That's why it's worth money. And again, it's uh, untaxed. It, you know, it's just, it's just the birth of something that you couldn't prepare for it. You know what I mean? And so that's what I feel like, man, that's, that's real. That's real. Because you can't, you you can prepare all you want, but again, you can't <coughs> control the dude's emotion for like creating something like man. You know well, <laughs> you you can't you can't stop that creative process and then going, look, I'm presenting it 
here and someone from china goes well i'll put my yen on it uh, i'll put my fucking british pound on it i'll put my us dollar on it i'll put my and then it creates but they're all converting it to one ethereum right do you understand like right. like it's 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 all like when you go to a different country it's like you go to mexico it's like one dollars worth 20 mm. but they're putting that price right you know the art is leading the price is what i'm saying i think in my so definitely so i and, just typed in this article right here some of the most expensive nfts like this one right here this one sold for five hundred thousand. wow right <laughs> this batman 500 grand wow now what's a trip that this little bad boy here which is kind of like a digital like an eight flying bit. it looks like an eight bit cat the rainbow at the end 500 grand what and this one wow, it looks like an oil painting 63 million what the fuck that's dope i like things like that because when you put art well, in what money, kind of perks are you gonna get zero spending 63 million on an nft right well you know, you know some people do it just for flex because yeah. every project is different there's projects that are just art there's projects that are literally giving people passive income. Look at this demented NFT right here. 666 Man. with the sheep, double skeleton heads. This one sold for, it's a Beeble. Seven, okay. 777,000 and 77 cents. There's some rich, All sevens. These are rich Satanists. <laughs> there's, there's a lot out there. There's a whole world out there. That's the beauty is that it... It, it's it's presented but the nfts to the that you are bringing to the table have no connections to these to these type of nfts right because where's the substance in this yeah this is just people like to flex it's like buying a rolex it's like, yeah like buying a, a, it's like a ferrari buying a Lamborghini or buying a, a house in beverly hills it's, it's really just you know people are valuing their digital lives a lot more than their real life so that's why now they're transferring all their wealth into digital assets so that they can flex it wherever they go. And so, you know, I think the most expensive one just sold like three days ago was like $26 million. And, peop- and, and, and the person who bought it was uh, bought it at 52 cents when it started. Wow. And now it, somebody sold it for $26 million. But when they first put them out, they it were... It was 52 cents. It was 52 cents. <laughs> Damn. You know? Yeah. And so, uh, again... Well, the, look... The, the, the NFT that I was talking about, Armando, is, is attaching the creativity to the, to the value. In other words, the value is the creativity. Based on the community and the support the around community. it. Absolutely. Community because we know what communities those NFTs are a part right. of. Right. Just a rich, not a elite community. Right. Right. And the, the, look, money, dude, you don't think some rich motherfuckers in the Hamptons went, hey, you know what, dude, this NFT is popping off. Let's let's, let's let's hire this artist. Hey, Fred, whatever's, 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 whatever's. Hey, you guys on board? You guys got what? You guys got a couple mil? Yeah, I got a couple mil. All right, cool. We're going to fucking blow up this NFT right here. Right. That's it. And then and boom. Blew up. Blew up. Now, now you got some rich Arab dude in Dubai going, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. The Hampton dudes. Oh, I'm going to buy it. Fear of missing out, FOMO. There it is. But see, the power goes back. That That's one example. Now, you're gonna, we're going to take the bank ski and like a bank ski and make it into an NFT. 
where it benefits the community, right? And we, and we can gather, and we, I believe, that we could gather enough community that it adds, that the community will determine the value. And yes, there's going to be some stockbrokers in there. There's going to be some guys that are just hip and they want to be in the hip, cool crowd and they want to own some stuff. And they're like, yeah, look, uh, oh, you want them? Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Here. Take it. Take it. And that's where value comes in because I think of it like this. You need those people too. Think of it like this. Staple Center. Staple Center goes, the Lakers are playing whatever, Orlando Magic. Tickets are going on sale Tuesday for the regular price. Right? Mm. 32, oh yeah, 100 bucks. And then you don't think scalpers are going to go, hey, I'm going to go fucking buy like 10 of them. I got fucking four grand. I'm going to buy 10 of them. I'll buy whatever. I, whatever I could buy for four grand, that's what I'm going to buy. Because I'm going to sell them the day of the show for $1,000 each. And they'll sell them. And that's what's going to happen in our world, too. We need those people to bring value to it in terms of the rarity of it, the scarcity of it. But the people that believe in it will benefit. The most. The most. And the Genesis Project is the one most important of it, of it all. It's the first one. It's the ticket. Right? And our roadmap is being think tanked right now. And it's going to benefit the community. We're not going to release any names. We're not going to do any of that yet. But yeah, the, the NFT world is is coming to, to LA Natives and it's going to be, I believe, probably a strong one because it's going to benefit the community. We are that creative where we can flip the idea into our creativity benefiting the people that support it. The refining process. Yeah. And I can't wait for us to launch our events because there's going to be some incentives on going to the events to potentially win a share or an actual NFT created by yeah. this group here. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. The development. You know, we have to use our creativity to fight stupidity, right? That's greed. Greed cannot sustain itself because eventually it's going to start showing its cracks. And showing its reality. And I believe that's the time we're in right now. White supremacy is falling. The bankers, the centralized banks, they're falling. And they have no idea what to do. They're grasping at straws. They're grasping at the air. Because creativity is overtaking them. Before creativity was centralized. Through a magazine. Through a TV through some sort of that kind of a network, so you had to know somebody to get it. But phones changed that. Anybody who can afford a cell phone can start trading on these NFTs. Right. Anybody. It could be you know, some poor-ass kid in Mexico. This shit makes you, like, it can, it, this literally can change people's life. Yeah. For better or for good, like, you know. It's a communication mechanism that alerts everyone what value is and i think that's that's the world that we're trying to create to to counterculture this infinite you know when when pope nicholas ii said that our children will be perpetual slaveries that means forever that means there'll never be a point in time where they go ah well let's stop fucking with these guys now they could be rich 
you know. But then there comes creativity, and then creativity just makes you rich. But even more so, the community. The community can make you rich. And I believe that's the way the ancestors used to walk on this planet, is that the community made us rich and wealthy. Everyone agreed that, that the temples needed to go up. Everyone agreed that the schools needed to be built. Everyone agreed that we needed to create aqueducts or whatever water sources to sustain these communities. That same mentality and spirit can live within the NFT world if we support it, if we believe in the visionaries behind it. And I love the fact that it's transparent. You know what I mean? Like right. you it's see on the blockchain. People are going to. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a digital ledger. Yes. That's tracked as it moves. Yeah. So you see the full history oh, from the inception, from. where it came from, the value of it. But, you know, ultimately, it's way better than the stock market, guys. Well, because it, it's attached thing, to creativity. You're, also, you're attaching you know, the, like, well, how, how, how creative is Jeff Bezos going to be this year? You know, it's like right. that motherfucker ain't going to be creative at all. But see, like the thing with stock market is, is you only got certain people in this table talking about it. Yeah. Making that decision like, bro, go open this bank. Go do this here. Let's put this here. Let's make this deal with this person. And then, okay, now they shift around the chess pieces and then boom. But, like, in this community, it's the opposite, man. It's, like, a nerd or whoever can literally see, like, nah, man, they're not even saying what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They Everybody has a, a, a an eye on you. And that, it's, like, we, we're policing ourselves in that way. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason it's, like, the checks and balance. Of course, you have people who, can, who, who are going to scam. You have people who are going to, you know, do the shady stuff and don't care. But the fact that... That access to transparency is there. It's, it's all, it's just revolutionary. You know? And it's also a creative component that includes the community that it's in because almost all the NFTs that we've discussed for the past, you know, few months has some sort of uh, benefit. Right. You know, there's a benefit attached to it, right? It has to be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if the $64 million NFT, that just sounds like a bunch of but rich guys. But ultimately, I would think... The more NFTs are out there, the more metadata is out there, which consumes more storage, which essentially consumes and has to uh, be stored in more servers, which essentially creates more power consumption. There's always Mm -hmm. something behind it. Right, guys? Always. You know, it's like uh, one of the things they say is like cryptocurrency takes too much uh, energy. You know what I mean? And so, you know, you have environmental activists against it, you know, but the same thing can be said about the dollar. The dollar creates so much <laughs> war. <laughs> but where are the environmentalists talking about war? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the dollar. And so it's like you got to pick the, you got to pick and choose what you really, you know, it's like we live in the system where it's the same coin, just different sides, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's like. Nothing is kosher anymore. We're all, Dude, but you know, we're, if, we're if you're trying to say like fucking, you know, all oh, the energy crisis or the fucking servers or whatever. Dude, the minute they released TV, that became an energy crisis. The minute everybody wanted, oh, fuck, I want a TV. And then the fucking an- antique of a power plant. 
I mean, it started pulling in the juice. No one, <laughs> no one really fucking cared about that shit, you know. Anytime a new technology gets released, it's going to create some sort of a surge, some sort of a, a, a thing. That's where we rely on creativity. Because people could go like, dude, I could create a solar power thing that, look at all, we're going to put all these servers on that shit. On the solar power. On the solar power. And you cannot, that's, that's where elites have a hard time, is that they cannot create creative, they cannot control creativity. You, they could only manipulate it. They can't monetize it. Yeah. Well, they can monetize it. Like, it's like artists. They right? always forgot they, a way to artists, make money artists, off of they something. Go, they, they go, oh, to. shit, that guy could sing really good. Let me put some money because I know I'm going to make fucking quadruple the money. <laughs> right? I'm making 5,000 times more than what my initial investment is in this talented individual. Right? They cannot. They can manipulate creativity. But they cannot control it because if they piss that individual off, he's going to go and rat and he's going to tell the world everything. He's like, yeah, man, they used to fucking make me do this and that and the other. Right. And that's how the secrets of Hollywood get out and the secret, you know, these these secret elite parties and all this bullshit that happens in the underworld of in the underbelly of of the music industry. Right. But in the NFT world, you can become the record label shareholders. Right. right or in the art world or whatever the vision is you the community can control the outcome and if you and if you go hey you know what fuck that guy every do you guys all agree with me boom to zero that's it to zero it happens all the time to zero you know one wrong treat but you, if you, you tweet something out and, and your multi-million dollar company just takes a shit yeah. Or or you 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 associated. You know yourself. what? It's creating. I think zero, especially if someone like yourself as a musician. I'm sure you do have the appetite to potentially release maybe a future projects outside of your typical Spotify, iTunes, where they're gonna make money regardless of yeah. the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do have that appetite of like, look, I might release my new project on a digital form. Well, I might, I might, I might do this. I might because might as well, right? Like there, there, there was might one powerful, well. there was one powerful move. You know, I'm a, stu- I'm a musician. Like I, I, I study all music, and I thought it was crazy that Tool decided not to put their shit on iTunes. I was like, what the fuck? Tool's not Tool. Like, yeah, they don't put their shit on iTunes. They don't put their shit on any digital platform. You want to buy a Tool album? You have to go to their concert and buy the Tool album. Well, now you can go, well, Tool doesn't have to do that no more. Tool goes, I only release my shit on NFTs. That's it. That's the only place you can get it is this NFT. That's it. That's Snoop Dogg it. just announced today that he's going to turn Death Row Records into the first NFT record label. And that's for, for him to do that so quickly after acquiring Death Row, mm. you know, after all the controversy. That's a that that's that's a good step to the to, to the right direction. I would think. You know, Snoop Dogg has a good team around him, and they're always in the know. They're always in the in the what's next, you know. And he's uh, he's crossed all. He's seen the whole music industry. He's probably Dude, he's sick done and a, tired he's of, done of some of the milked. banda. <laughs> like yeah. when when Snoop Dogg starts rapping with a banda, 
I mean, he, he has a team. You yeah. know, that team is going. Hey, you know what? These fucking bandas are dope. You know, fucking. It's you know. You know what's crazy? You know, there was an interview I saw not too long ago, and he was saying all that classic Snoop Dogg stuff that everyone grew up listening to. He doesn't make any money off of it. It's always someone else making money off of it. That's great. Yeah, because he had signed shitty contracts. He signed shitty contracts, and obviously, you know, those sharks in the industry, they'll take you for everything, and, and they'll make you forever. Like, you'll be 90 before you get your first royalty He was check. saying something about back in the early days, he was just making money off of show money. He wasn't making money at anything out of records. That's crazy. Because That's insane. Because you, you But you if know, you tie it to an NFT, he can never say that. And this is why I think it's a good thing that he's going to take the new death row. Well, it's, it's essentially the, the original death row. You to know, an exclusive entity, that's 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 a brilliant idea, right, Zero? It depends if he builds a community around it and what exactly. the benefit of the community exactly. is. That, he has know, to build. And that's also kind of sketchy because it's still probably going to be owned by either Interscope or Universal, mm. you know. And yeah, so they're not that, giving away their royalties. They're, they're not, not giving be, away the. De- they're I mean, not giving the rights of Tupac away. They're not giving those, those, that name Tupac. You, you better believe the fucking Interscope has some some fucking deal with that, you know. You so know? it's it's all like I say like I said Snoop Dogg has a good team. So the all Snoop Dogg is is hey go say this. Right. <laughs> and somebody wrote it for him. Oh, in you know, order to be in that position, he had to do something. Yeah. Especially to, with right? those with those particular artists. Those are those artists, you know, pretty much signed their their contract in blood. Right. You know, those guys are for lifers Which forever going to be, you know, exploited. It yeah. happens in the hood. If you're if you're a gang member, you, you go do rituals. Yeah. Same thing for you know. Yeah. Million dollar gang. Yeah. But when you tie a community of NFTs, it would be it would be like. It's just whatever community you create. Now that could flop like a motherfucker. That whole death row shit. If he's greedy about it, or if they don't allow him to lo- use certain photos or use certain songs. Because Interscope still has interest in those in those artists, I mean that's that's going to be the challenge that he faces, or or it's already predestined. It's well, the, already sti- the, the stigma behind Death Row is kind of negative, right? Like, you know, who, who does who really wants to be signed to a label like that with right. the stigma behind it? I mean, going to jail is not cool, and they cannot convince kids that that's cool anymore. Like, I don't know how they did it with us, but I mean going to jail is not cool so you're not going to fucking re-release songs about hey well, fuck let's go sell drugs on the corner and and go to jail you know that's not gonna fly with the new youth the new youth is has phones they grew up with these phones that have information that dude when we were growing up watching tv we only had a few channels and that's it and whatever was on that channel you fucking learned or, or got to we see. were propagandized like a motherfucker right but now <laughs> now that phone oh, oh what you want to look up what okay cool let's look it up google it or whatever you know whatever search engine you use you know let's find out oh wow that's crazy right you know and like in seconds you know, oh it's, it's hey like that. zero i had no appetite whatsoever to watch the super bowl i think it's a goddamn circus it's a huge distraction and god forbid guys do not fall into that predatorial trap right zero well you know that that event it just always baffles me like how it became so popular to the point where like everything shuts down like if it's fucking christmas or some shit you know it's weird it's weird and then here's the tough part about it this is look it let's compare it to the nft topic that we have right 
those guys feel like they own an NFT of the Rams, right? Because they go, we won. We did it. Like if they fucking took the 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 fucking, you know, they, they were fucking running down the fucking, you know, 50 yard line. Like if they did it. Spending we did thousands it. of dollars. Right. For just a rush. We did it. And no, and then they go, well, fuck. But before you start yelling, I want to wear this jersey. Yeah, well, you got to pay me 150 bucks for that. No, the jerseys are $500. Or $500. Let's <laughs> oh, $500. Okay. Now, let's flip it to an NFT. Now, if the Rams are an NFT and they were a dope ownership development, that jersey that that dude is wearing was a free drop was a free drop he got or half off or whatever of let's just give it away because we're good developers and now is worth five thousand dollars that he could sell if he wants or not right that's the world that we want to live in and see i think nfts also bring the community ownership you know of something that they're not like when i started i had no concept of anything in technology but, you know, although I did stock market and stuff like that, like, I never felt ownership. I just felt like, damn, I'm just fucking putting money aside. But when I got into NFTs, it, you automatically get an ownership role. Like, mm-hmm. you know, of course, there's maybe 10,000 people, 7,000 people, 5,000 people. But there's an ownership. Like, you can literally, like, if a project knocks... They, they, you know, legit projects will give you the intellectual property. Like what multi-billion dollar company will give you intellect, free intellectual property to their project or share, or shares, share intellectual right? property. Cause Nike doesn't give out the plans for their shoes, but NFTs do. Yeah. And so that's in itself. It's like, you have a, a, a multi-million dollar company that's giving the holders a free intellectual property mm. that you can use to market yourself, to use to everything. Mm. Nike doesn't do that. Walmart does like no. that. That concept itself is also powerful mm-hmm. because if that project succeeds and you're part of that project, now you can use that project to market your product, market your business, market your label, market everything because you're owning the intellectual property. Mm-hmm. And all you had to do was just put an initial investment. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like the most popular ones right now, it's like, um, is it like uh it's like the monkeys the apes mm. and you have all these rappers but now these rappers own the intellectual property to that but the the foundation that it was laid on like it's already a global brand worth more than reebok whoa and so it's like now if you have imagine owning intellectual property of reebok it's it, it's you won't mm. but now those holders do have the intellectual property ownership. Like they so can print shirts of it. They can print shirts and not get sued. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they can print shirts of whatever and, and make million dollars or make thousand dollars or whatever. And you don't have to worry about somebody coming and putting a season, a cease order. And if order. it's, if it's out, out, outstandingly popular, you're naturally, you're good. making money. That's right. my point. That's the revolution that we want to enter with this NFT world is how can we make our community wealthy you know and hoping that that community will respond by sharing the wealth with others right and and we don't have the mentality you definitely don't have the mentality how can i get wealthy right no my my wealth is not based upon financial shit 
It's not my wealth is based upon how dope I could write this song. Did I get the message that I pulled from the deepest part of the stars? That's my wealth. If I live in a fancy house, that's a product of that. It's not to do it. You know, it's not to be rich. Elon Musk. I, I, I don't I don't <laughs> understand that kind of wealth. That wealth is, is not wealth. That wealth is greed. That wealth is lies, deception, um, manipulation. That that's that kind of wealth. I, I don't want to be that wealth. Jeff I want, Bezos. I want to be. Right. I want to be like. <laughs> I want to be like. Wow, his album bought my house, mm-hmm. and I hated to let it go because I really loved that artist. But man, and I get to live in that house. Right now, the, the original- now my family is, is 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 was was living with my mother in law, and I sold this NFT here. And I bought a house, or I put a down payment on a house. Like the original owner of Apple was was who? Uh, what Steve was Jobs. His name? Steve Jobs, right? Yeah. He he, from what I know, he had a reputation of like not caring about the money, not being rich. Like he had a big mansion, but he had like a, a couch. Mm. It just wasn't like you said; it was just a byproduct mm-hmm. of what came after yeah. because of the people that that were behind the greed behind it. That's why I think he 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 went insane. Yeah. You know, mm. he, he just, it was just a byproduct of what he created. Right. The modern day NFT. Right. Right. Steve Jobs. There you go. It's, right? it's, it's people believed in Apple because they had a fancy logo and all of a sudden they were better than IBM's and, and, and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And, and so people went on, they had a nice little commercial and they got the hottest band to, to be in that commercial. And that's what people meant. Fuck, that's cool. They're worth fucking two thousand dollars, right. you know. And they really were it. They they were not faster than you know. You could build a PC and make that shit super fast, way faster than Apple, and and parts a lot easier to get. And you can build it. And but remember, it. Apple was completely going downhill based on their PCs. It was when they struck platinum when they released the first iPhone. Yeah, the iPod. Huh? Yeah. Well, Steve Jobs went. Wow, I went from. This desktop computer and laptop to the computer being on your hand. That that right there is a game changer, you know, but they didn't see the repercussion of handing everybody a computer in their hand. They didn't see the repercussion. What you don't think the person in India who's super poor going, hey, fuck, man, I'm going to do some shit on this. Right. Look, I can fucking do some shit on this. Like, you don't think that the Mexican guy in, in, in the deepest part of Mexico fucking poor as fuck going, oh, shit, I can fucking create. Look, look what I'm doing. Well, right, right here, there's a comment. The original Nikolai Tesla, if he was alive today, he would want free energy for the entire world. And that's what he worked for. That's yeah. why all his journals got taken by, you know. That, that, that's the Edison. mentality that creators need to have because he's a creator. He, an it inventor. was decentralized energy, right? He's an inventor. He, he, he's not inventing to be rich. He's an inventor that continuously invents and he's just inventing and creating and creating. There's no, the guy that's behind it. example because you can use it back to NFTs. Nikola Tesla was an, you can say an NFT and Edison wasn't, you know, Thomas Edison. Yeah, because yeah, because he wanted hard wires. He already had the bulb ready to market and sell. And then Nikolai Tesla's like, "But we don't need that shit. Right. I just invented something better." Right. 
He's like, what the fuck? No, not everybody can have energy. You have to pay for that shit. Right. So they, they centralized the energy. They centralized energy. And Nikolai Tesla wanted to decentralize the energy. He wanted to give energy to everyone who can afford to build the tower or whatever it took to, to, uh, to, to harness that atmosphere, you know? Mm. Look, we definitely have to bring you back, bro. We're going to have to update our audience on um, the next chapter of this project, this NFT LA Natives, Los Aslan Natives podcast project here. Yeah, it's definitely and in the works. It's definitely in the works. And we have a cool name for it. We have a cool theme. We have a cool roadmap for it. Um, the benefits are going to benefit the community and the shareholders because they're the most important things. We trust that you give us the power to make that decision on how it benefits you, um, but know that the developers in this world, we're trying to fuck the system. We can create our own system, right? Using our creativity, using our community to be one community, one community that believes in all the things that we will inform you about, and you make the decision whether you believe it or not. We're not here trying to control you with our information, going in and indoctrinate you to anything. We just want you to be a part of this community because this community benefits each other. The great wisdom of our elders said, take care of each other. Right? When Cuauhtémoc went to hand the, the weapons to, 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 um, to the Spaniard, he turned around and said, Take care of each other because that's how we're going to grow again, right? If we take care of each other one day, that seed's going to come out and we're going to be one people again and we're going to go back to our wisdoms again. And I believe that if we harness that energy, harness that intention and focus in together to know that there is no oppressor, the oppressor is our misinformation, the oppressor is us unwilling to work together and be one community that takes care of each other. So thanks for coming on, Radio. Oh, thank you. As we develop this new NFT and we share it with our community, man, we thank you so much for, for, for joining in and, and uh, listening to us and commenting, man. It looked like the chat was on, on fire. Chat was on uh, fire. Um, please hit the like button. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Help us get to 100, uh, uh, 1,000 subscribers. We're almost there. Um, shout out to all of our loyal Twitch viewers as well. Oh, really? we see you guys. Nice. Um, much. Are we go live on Twitch too? Yes. Oh, no way. Yeah. And we still have, you know, those dedicated Through YouTube, Twitch. we're still on the YouTube. We're on YouTube and Twitch. We're not. Sweet. We're never oh, going to let now it Now, we can offer some crazy shit for the NFT. Right. For the people that are on Twitch. Those Twitch, those Twitch, that's, that's the, that's the. First key you have to turn to our and guys. World. I want to thank all of our Spotify and Apple podcast listeners. We love you guys to death. You guys are holding us down, keeping those listens consistent. Um, and that being said, any final words, Zero? Yes. Um, I want to thank all the community that has been supporting Malinali Superfoods, the storefront. And uh, we'll be having a very special um, Saturday, this Saturday, Tesosomo. Um, the person that was on our podcast a few weeks ago is going to do a workshop on Nahuatl language using song, using songs. So we're going to learn some songs, learn the names, 
I learned the meanings of the words, and that will be our introduction to understanding our original ancient language of Nahuatl. So all those that have come to Malinali Superfoods and has um, supported our cause, um, all the business owners that have helped us, you know, I just want to say thank you. Shout outs to Armando for helping me all the time, for revamping my career, and most of all to the L.A. Natives community because we really feel your energy, man. We, we feel that you believe in what we're saying and what our cause is. So keep tuning in. And as we develop this NFT, you know, keep a lookout because it's going to come with some really good, amazing perks. And then to all my alienators, I love you, man. We'll see you next next Wednesday. Peace. Bingo.